0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Along With Me, Noah Hill. I appreciate you coming to hang out for another episode, or if this is your first time, welcome. So, this episode is going to be about me telling my story from the past couple of months. Um, When this comes out, what day will this come out? It will be the 9th, so it'll be from like the past couple of months, from April up until now and oh my god, it's just been a fucking roller coaster. So um, kick back, relax, um, grab yourself a nice drink to listen to this with, maybe a snack like some popcorn or maybe some chips or some hummus. Carrots and hummus are always really good. Um, So yeah, I'm sipping on a nitro oat milk latte from bluebeard coffee roasters in tacoma to tell this story because i like wrote down a couple of notes to really get my events in order and so i could give you guys a pretty fucking killer story it has been a roller coaster of emotions as i said and so sit back relax and enjoy your snack or a drink while i tell this fucking crazy story All right, so a couple of things. First, I just want to start out by saying, hopefully you can learn something from my story. As always, I'm never trying to come across as preachy or woe is me or anything along those lines. I'm mainly telling you guys this to learn something, hopefully. In second, I'm not blaming anybody for any of my situations that have occurred these past couple months. It was just, I'm a firm believer in things happen for a reason. So take that as you will. Just wanted to throw that out there that I am not blaming anybody for any circumstances. And this story isn't going to get super deep. It's more so just like, holy crap, Like that's the vibe of the story. I mean, I titled this I'm going to be titling this episode Tickets to My Downfall. I mean, if you guys know me, I really like Machine Gun Kelly, but just that phrase I used so much these past couple months because I was really (laughs) felt like my life was a train wreck and I was like ready to sell tickets to people to one, make money and two, to watch this train wreck happen because sometimes it just feels like, that's all people show up for is the bad times. But without further ado, let's fucking dive into this. So end of April, um, my ex and I split up and I I move out. And so on Thursday when I went into work, I went in and I was just I lost it. Like I lost it. So I went to Portland for a couple days, Thursday, Friday, to really Reflect on myself and the man I want to become. So, I bought two books. As you guys know, I bought "You Are the Placebo" by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I bought "The Bullet Journal Method" by Ryder Carroll. Um, Finished "You Are the Placebo." If you haven't, if you're curious on my thoughts about it, listen to some previous episodes. I talk about it a lot, and also check out my YouTube channel. Two books that have changed my life. Anyhow, moving on so i buy these two books and i'm journaling like crazy all my thoughts and really experiencing my emotions rather than bottling them up and so during that time i am getting into meditating and spirituality a lot more and just really being in touch with my mind body and soul and being conscious of the state of being that those are individually and as a unit and concentrating on living my life with intention. So with that being said, I moved back in with my mom for about a week and I didn't want to be back home because I just wanted to be in a new environment with myself so I can really experience what it's like and grow and really build up those healthy habits as I talked about in one of my previous episodes, building healthy habits. So I moved back home for a little bit and I'm trying to find a sense of normalcy in the sense that I'm in a new space, kind of a new and an old space. And I am trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, where I want to go. And so I start looking in, I was looking into apartments for a while and I decided to sign a lease while I was in Portland I had toured the place already, and I just thought it would be such a great space for me to work on myself, to come home and just totally decompress by myself. Emphasis on by myself, because unfortunately something I didn't take into consideration is just how lonely it could be at times living in a studio by myself when my friends are in college, either out of state or way out of town or in the military. And so... My birthday rolls around May 2nd, and I spend it essentially moving in, because I moved in May 1st, and I was just really getting my place in order to the way I wanted it to. And then, literally, three days after moving in, my catalytic converter off my 2007 Prius got stolen. And if you know anything about those, you know how common that is. Like, I just felt like... (laughs) my life was, I was like, all right, so that's another thing I got to deal with. So my cat converter gets stolen on a Wednesday morning when I'm getting ready to go to work. And I turn on my car and it is just sounds like a fucking NASCAR. It is so loud. And I'm like, what happened? Like my car was working just fine yesterday. And during this time I was parking outside in my apartment complex and so someone had come in the middle of the night after I'd gotten off work, jacked up my car and zipped my catalytic converter off. Cause all you have to do is just cut off both the ends and you can get away with just taking it. And so there was a bunch of dents in my car, a bunch of lights were came, coming on and I was really confused and concerned because I need my car to go to work so I can make money to pay my rent. And so during that time i called my dad and i had him take a look and he's like you're missing your cat converter i was like what he's like yeah it's just fucking gone and i was like damn all right so what do i do he's like well your car is still drivable so you can definitely drive it to work it's just gonna be really loud so for like a week i was driving my car but every time i would press on the gas it sounded like a NASCAR in a rocket ship taking off because there was no muffler essentially. So I was, every time I would pull into a job, you'd be able to hear me from three miles away. And every time I would merge onto the freeway, it would sound like a sports car. But then people look at me and I'm in this 2007 beater white Prius. And it was just so ironic. And at the time it definitely fucking sucked because I didn't have, Unfortunately, the option at the time to be looking for a new car, and I didn't know anybody, I didn't, at the time, I didn't have anybody in mind who would let me borrow their car. Coffee break. And so when that time I was really struggling mentally because I was trying to figure out how to deal with the situation, and I was definitely in a better headspace considering I was reading a lot, journaling and meditating to really cope with those stressful times in a more healthy manner rather than being really tense and focused on the negative energy and just how crazy the situation was. So during this time, the 20th to the 23rd was... I had booked a trip with my guy friends. Um, It was supposed to be my bachelor's party, and uh, we just had a really fun guy's night instead, and it was a really great time. So it finally felt like I was able to get my life on track because after some time, I talked with my grandma. Hi, grandma, if you're listening, and she was very kind enough to let me borrow her older 1998 Buick Century, and thing is a gas guzzler and no fun to parallel park. And so, but I was very thankful for a car so I could get to and from work to keep making money to pay my rent and my groceries. And so that really helped me. But before I even got that car, my Prius had broke down when I was leaving work to go home. Like I would try to merge onto the freeway and my foot would be crushing the gas pedal And my speedometer would say I'm only going 35, which is a big issue because obviously I'm getting onto the freeway. So it's like, I got to move. And a bunch of more lights came on, like the red triangle of death came on, meaning there's something wrong with the battery. My check engine light came on. My brake lights came on, just everything. And I barely made it home. I think I capped out at going 50 an hour, 50 miles an hour. And I made it to my mom's because we were going to put a new catalytic converter on. And by the time I got home, my car literally died as soon as I pulled into the driveway. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus, for getting me home safely. And I, I just stayed at my mom's for a little bit because I had, didn't have a car at the time. And my mom was kind enough to let me borrow her car to get to go run some errand and go grocery shopping and such. And then when it came time for me to get my grandma's car, the Buick, I was going to Leavenworth. Is that right? Yeah. So I went to Leavenworth and then I got the car. Or no, I got the car, then I went to Leavenworth. Yeah, that's right. So I got my grandma's car and then brought it home. A couple days later, I went to Leavenworth and... With my friends Lucas, Juan, Umberto, I made a couple of vlogs about it on my YouTube channel. If you want to check them out, you know, it was a good time, and we got to have some cigars by the campfire. Make we didn't make s'mores. We grilled up some burgers. I had plant-based burgers. Um, they made potato hash for breakfast. I made my own plant-based sausage potato hash, and it was very, very good. And I had a very great time, and as I mentioned beforehand. It finally felt like I was getting my life on track. I was able to be in a bit of a better headspace considering I had a working car. I had supportive friends to talk it out with and just really lighten the mood rather than getting caught up in my head. And so when I get back from Leavenworth and it's like one of those weeks where it was 80 degrees and the windows don't roll down and the AC doesn't work. And it was, I drove that thing for about a week and a half. No, it was longer than that. It was like maybe two weeks, I would say. And that last week it was 80 degrees all week and the windows don't roll down. And there's no AC. And every time I would get in the car, since the seats were fabric and it was such a dark maroon color, it just felt like I was suffocating with heat. Cause it would be like, 20 degrees hotter in the car compared to outside. So when I would drive home, I would drive literally with like shoes off, shirt off, pants rolled up into shorts, the whole nine yards to stay cool. And it was just so miserable. I got really sick of it. And I was like, I'm going to start looking into cars. So then come end of May and such, I start looking for cars. I'm looking into 2019 Dodge Challengers because I've drove one before and absolutely loved it. I've been looking into 2021 Honda Civics, 2019 Honda Civics, Ford F-150s, Ford Raptors. Like my taste was just all over the place because I was looking at my dream cars and then a little more practical cars. Coffee break. And so during that time, I'm applying for loans to get pre-approved so I know what my budget looks like, and I get emphasis, quote-unquote, pre-approved for an auto loan, and then June 5th, the day of my two, my stepbrother, and my brother's, grat- or not graduation, birthday parties, is when I go out and buy the car, and so it went by really smooth, I mean, according, like, Since I was pre approved, I was under the notion that, you know, the credit union would take care of the purchase order and everything would be settled. And also, since my Leavenworth trip, my weekend has been booked solid, being busy with family events, parties, what else? Just full errand days. It just felt like I couldn't catch a break. And so I fell out of my habits of meditating, journaling, and reading pretty quickly because of just how busy I was and I wasn't able to make time for it because it just felt like I was it was go, go go. And so back to the car. A couple weeks after I buy the car and I've already driven it, the dealership calls me and is like, the auto loan didn't go through. We need, you know, proof of payment from a credit union or a bank. So you can keep driving the car because if not, we're gonna have to take the car back from you and give you your old one back. Because I, tra- I believe it or not, I was able to trade in my Prius for to go toward my new car. So, so incredibly thankful for that. But, so, I'm like, okay, um, let's think this through. So then I go into the credit union I applied for and was like, hey, I got pre-approved, but the loan that my application was denied. So what's the deal? And they talked to me and they're like, well, since your expenses are expensive as it is, if we approved you for the loan on top of insurance, your expenses would exceed your income. I said, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But why in the fuck did you pre-approve me if after taking a look at everything, you decided to deny me? And it's like they pulled credit which is dings your credit score. And then all that just to get denied because they after taking a look at pay stubs and such, it's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And it's like, that would have been nice to know beforehand. So a week goes by and I'm up staying up late at night, countless nights till like two, three o'clock in the morning, applying to every bank credit union I can think of that's going to offer me a good interest rate. And so... I have two weeks to send this purchase order to the dealership. Otherwise I have to give the car back. And so I just needed approval and nothing was coming through. And then I was thinking about it and I came upon the decision to cancel my lease to bring my expenses down. So when I apply for a loan, I get to have a better a lower expenses compared to my income. And so I this is the week of when the purchase order is due. On Monday I go into my leasing office and I speak with the manager and we're talking about the price to for what it would look like for me to do a lease buyout in order to move out because I signed a year lease originally because I was not anticipating my car just shitting out on me. And so when it came time to, sorry, just pop-ups coming on my computer and it's distracting. So when it came time to actually get out of my lease, I talked with the manager and I explained to her what's going on, how I wasn't anticipating having to literally buy an entire new car in order for me to keep working so I can make money. And so we talk it out and eventually she, we settled it. And I'm so incredibly thankful for her for being incredibly understanding. So thank you so much for just cutting me that break that I needed in my life in order for me to get it back on track, because it just felt like as I was moving through this time, when I would get something in line, And it would, I would feel like I'd start to move up. The rug would come out from under me and I'd be back at rock bottom. But I don't remember where I heard this from, but the best thing about rock bottom is there's only one place to go and that's up. So Monday I cancel my lease and I'm able to figure out a move out date. So now I'm moving back home with my mom to pay off the car sooner and to save money because maybe I'm going to start saving up to buy a house. So, I'm planning on remodeling my room because it's been the same since high school and I'm getting tired of looking at it, honestly. But I have a couple weeks before I have to move out from my place. This nitro just hits different, especially when I'm telling a really good story. So, I get that settled and. The dealership is just on my ass. They're like, we need this purchase order by Wednesday. So I'm like, okay, I go to the bank and, or the credit union, I should say, apply for a loan and I do it in person. So that way I get, it, believe it or not, at least with this credit union, it's faster to do it in person because they can do everything right then and there compared to doing it online where someone has to take time to review it, then they message you, so on and so forth so tuesday i go in, get pre-approved again and i'm like okay i'm hoping this is it because i explained to them that i just canceled my lease and that my expenses have gone astronomically down so at this point in my life at at this point in the story i am just waiting because i got pre-approved i'm submitting pay stubs all the paperwork they need and i'm just waiting, waiting 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 And I'm like losing sleep, like I've lost so much sleep, just stressing out about things that are unfortunately out of my tro- control. But I have to wait on. And so during that time, I really, s- I didn't stop taking care of myself, but I didn't put as have an emphasis on it, like my skincare routine and just taking time to meditate to be in a header headspace to deal with these stressful moments in life. And so they're like, we'll call you in the morning about your loan so that way you can come pick up the check if it goes through. So I go to work Wednesday and I get a call and he's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for the, you know, the higher ups to look at it to make sure you're all squared away, but I don't see why you shouldn't get legitimately approved and pick up the check today. So I get off work early, and then I go home, I work out, and I'm still waiting, and it's like 3, 4 o'clock, and the dealership closes at 7.30, so I am just cutting it so fucking close, and I hate cutting things that close. It's like when I have an assignment due, when I have paperwork due, it's done ahead of time, so all I have to do is just submit it, but unfortunately, in this instance, I can't, so... Then they call me at 4.30 and they're like, you got approved. You can come pick up your check with, you know, since I had the purchase order. So I go down, I wrap everything up. It's like 5.30 and I jet down to the dealership and pay this fucking dealership. Oh my God, what a relief that was to just have everything fall into its place when it just felt like it wouldn't I'm coming up on 22 here so I I don't think I'm going to break this up into two parts but I'm going to kind of speed up this last part so with all that being said just when things as I said were looking up and I went back to rock bottom it just it was rough but it happen for a reason. So I can get to where I'm at now, where now I don't have to worry about um, my expenses exceeding my income. I don't have to worry about, I guess that would be the main thing. I don't have to stress about those things anymore. And then it really taught me perseverance and patience because they were just, I was in such a bad headspace. I was like ready to crash my brand new car. I was ready to just throwing the towel because I just didn't know what to do. I was so lost. And it made me fall out of good habits. But now I'm getting back into them. During that time, though, I was able to strengthen my existing relationships by talking with people, letting them know what I was going through, my friends, even some of my coworkers, my parents. It's like, it's just been so incredibly eye-opening So with that, it just feels like I can get through anything. And during that time, it was just learning to love myself, even during those times of difficulty, because it just felt like maybe the universe was telling me I didn't deserve these things or it was really testing me in my will. So my recommendation is to have a good stress coping mechanism working out, journaling, meditating. You guys know the big three, read, journal, meditate. I like that slogan. Maybe I'll turn it into something. But lessons learned, prioritize your mental health. It's like maybe if I did a little better job at prioritizing my mental health, then I could have dealt with it a a lot more smoothly. So with all that being said, I appreciate you guys coming to hear this story. Hope you got something out of it. If you're going through a rough time right now, I'm here for you. I believe in you. You got this. Read, journal, meditate. Um. So, thanks for coming to hang out. It was a long one, a bit of a tangent. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to follow the podcast Instagram at Getting Along Pod, my photography Instagram at Captain Hill, my personal Instagram at Noma Just. Thank you so much for listening and coming to hang out. Hope you got to enjoy a nice snack, drink, or maybe a nice commute to work. So, excuse me. I have started bullet journaling, and I can honestly say it's changed my life. I plan on making a YouTube video about it at some point. So if you guys are interested in that, be sure to check out Ryder Carroll on YouTube or check out his book, The Bullet Journal Method. And a journal prompt I would like to prompt you guys with today is to let's see just write down how you're feeling it's really basic but it it could it goes deep when you really start putting pen to paper and to finish this out to round it out i would like to read you guys a poem that i wrote right when everything went through when it everything fell into its place today i've caught you After chasing for so many days, despite you always being with me, I couldn't reach you. Took you for granted and became overstimulated, but I found you and can now rest easy. Allow my soul to be free. Just breathe. Yeah, I wrote that the day everything fell into its place. So I'm so thankful to, I'm very spiritual and thankful to God and the people who help me get to where I'm at now. So CJ, Sean, Lori, thank you guys so incredibly much. It means the world to me. And a couple recommendations I would like to recommend. I mean I guess the given is the record tickets to my downfall by MGK, because that's the title of this episode. And the I have a podcast recommendation aside from music for (laughs) once. So podcast, um, it's from Parcast. And just look up your sign today. Like they have one for Taurus today, Pisces today, Leo today, so on and so forth. But it's a daily podcast and it's not necessarily a horoscope podcast. It's talking about the planets in astrology, where they're at, how it's affecting your sign. And they're not necessarily saying like... Oh, you're gonna experience have really good luck today, or you're gonna your life's gonna fall apart tomorrow. It's not like that. It's more so talking about where the planets are at and just what that means for your sign. It's not predicting the future, it's just reading into the stars and planets and where they're at now. Super interesting. Highly recommend. Check it out. I'm gonna I don't have my phone on me, sadly. I was gonna say, I wonder if I can look it up. Because mine is just called Taurus Today. And so if you're a Taurus. There's yours, but just look up whatever your sign is today and you should come up. It's from Parcast, And then my last recommendation is a music recommendation. It's going to be the record Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Beautiful album through and through. It's like pop punk, sad boy hours, and like pop music indie. It's phenomenal. Like I just listened to it on the way over here coming back from coffee and I love it through and through. So thank you guys again for coming to hang out. I'm Noah, Hill, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. I love you guys and appreciate all your support support. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hope you have a great day or evening. I gotta fucking figure out how to like close these out officially, but you get the point. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next episode.